0: Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action 4 News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Karma number five, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source.
1: Yes, and always remember, as a rakish heir, Victor Hugo was known to say, Bullhonk two-card combos are the sun that drives the water from the human eye. Bull
2: honk, you say? Bullhonk.
0: Okay. I didn't say it, he did. Ah, so. Sorry, sorry. Squeebie Gig getting caught up on Metatraffic with Weatherlight
2: Report. Oh, I'm bringing you the beat on the street.
0: Then we have the head of CMB Tower himself. <laughs> Tower. Well, someone on the cast was tardy today, so Mr. T decided his time was better spent elsewhere. <laughs> hey, oh, thanks, computer problems. Thanks for tuning in to your number six source of Magic the Gathering news. Well, we're gonna start off the top of the cast, the and carnage that ensued with 45.
3: <laughs>
0: so uh, the game I wanna talk about, I didn't get to win um which oh, is okay no. i don't have to win them all um but i've started to do a thing on sundays when we get with our play group before i even get on spell table i immediately pick out the four decks that i'm gonna play that day um I, my okay. goal is always like trying to play four games and it's like hey i'll pick the four i even pick the order i will play them in so then that way there's no meta picking or oh MTG g Lorda leaves made me salty so let me go grab my five <laughs> color get them in the butt deck um <laughs> get them in the so, butt deck classic the the deck i had slated up front was azuri persistent petitioners uh, order in the court and it just so happens that sir nathan was also playing his fanex deck so Ooh. we had double mill on the table and you you know uh, nathan was like hey i don't want to like meta pick but like do you want me to change it it's like no absolutely fine we'll become best buds that's what's gonna happen yeah well, that didn't happen. Uh, I, I, I swung at him for three lowly damage. And I guess that decided to mean I need to get milled like three or four turns in a row. Oh, so well, I was you saving You So
1: if yeah. you answer, butts about it? So in my hand,
0: I had Traumatize and I was like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna Traumatize the hell out of you. Um, and I was just waiting for the mana. Finally did something, got to six, but I needed to untap. Then Marketing Ross was in the game. He played his uh, four color legendary deck with uh, KT, and he decided to play Pramicon. And at this point, Nathan probably, or it was Kevin, who was the other player at our table, was also playing Dinosaurs of Gishath. There was probably like four or five dinos out there. So of course, Ross plays Pramicon and says, yeah, uh, Kevin, you have to swing at Mr. Combo. Mr. Combo's gonna swing at Nathan. Uh, Nathan's gonna swing at me and I will swing at Duff. And I was like, oh, God, all these dinos, it's going to be some intense damage, like 15, 20 damage. And so it goes, goes to Duff. And I say, hey, here's the thing, Duff. I'm not making a threat. I'm just saying you do not want to swing at me because that would be bad news bears for you on my turn. And he's like, I mean, what are you giving me out of it? And I said, nothing. There's nothing in exchange. I'm just asking you I'm to just pull off you. on attacks. <laughs> well, and I, I did say this. Until Pramicon goes away, because right now you're forced to attack me. It's not a—it's not like it's a choice. You know, if in the future you want to do it, hey, have at it. That's part of the game. But right now, let's get rid of Pramicon. And then once Pramicon's gone, have at it. Have a field day. And of course, you know Duff. He's like, uh eh, no, nah, I swing at you. And so he swung at me. <laughs> I tried to block where I can, comes to my turn, and I'm like, well, I'm a man of my word. Nathan, I wanted to do this on you, but Duff traumatized half of your library in the graveyard. Excellent. Uh, And I did that with... Um, that black card I believe it's Bone Miser that whenever an opponent puts a card in their graveyard if it's a creature they get a zombie so on yes, so forth right. I think it's Bone Miser and so I believe Nathan had that or some version of that he probably card. had Waste Knot so, right? oh yeah it's probably Waste Knot there we go and so he ends up getting i don't know 20 zombies <laughs> something 30 zombies he gets a ton of zombies we end up milling out duff um and now it's down to me nathan and uh marketing ross i have no shot in heck and trying to win this game I top deck coat of arms and I say, Nathan, you're welcome. Play coat of arms. All of the zombies
1: are now oh. like
0: 50-50s or 60-60s uh, and uh, the game ended. So I, thought you're gonna was, was... you,
1: I thought you were going to say you had like 10 partitioners out and then you coat of arms and actually like got to knock out Nathan and then Ross just tromped over you or whatever. No, I only had like three partitioners at that
0: point oh, okay. uh what kind of hurt me is early game when nathan decided to mill me as he was milling my lands um and so i just it was hard to recover from that but i feel like i still won because the mill plan won mm. so i will take a shallow victory a victory <laughs> Sweetie gee any games you want to talk about
2: Welcome to Squeeze Breeze, where I didn't play any games this week. Anyways, um, <laughs> I did do so a lot of magic. Like I, uh, I bought a bunch of Commander Legends packs. That was exciting. And then yeah. I opened a bunch of Commander Legends packs on camera, which will be on Squeeze Pack Crack. Three episodes coming up to y'all here soon. Oh, uh, wow! Pretty excited sweet. about that. They should be fun. Uh, I went into it super cold, not really doing a lot of research about the the set, other than kind of what we've done on the cast here and uh didn't know the format of it and just kind of had fun read through a lot of cards opened them up saw what we got got some good stuff in there Cool. Uh, and then i did open up outside of the cast for my birthday a vampiric tutor uh, which was wonderful i am so excited because no way in hell am i ever gonna pay 80 50 80 100 whatever the hell they're asking for those cards right now would i ever pay that for a tutor but now that i did I have it in my Aniwan deck and it's going to wreck people because I'm going to use that and go get maddening Cacophony like every time. <laughs> Anyways, that's Squeeze Breeze for the week. Big Tuck, any games you want
1: to talk about? Well, you know, as I was, uh, wait, can you, well, can you guys see that? Oh, listen, so I think it's, I think it's coming closer. I think it's coming. <laughs> uh, we just got hit by the coming for you comet. And uh <laughs> Coming yeah.
2: Comet, I love
1: it. I thought that was pretty good. Uh yeah, I no, like I I was away, but so I didn't get to play any games, but I was visiting friend of the show, Scooty Shuffles, and we get we did get to play that um version, that drinking game from um I think it's Commander Cookout, the open flippy dot drinky, which was yeah. pretty fun. Um yeah. but then I bought a collector I bought just some packs at a game store and I bought a collector's uh, what's a crap set? Throne of Eldraine, oh, and yeah, we garbage. were right Absolute because my garbage. mythic rare in the slot was a non-fold version of Cholhain, which I already own. So wow. that was pretty disappointing. <laughs> uh, but no, that was fun to see train. him. Yeah,
2: yeah. So nothing, nothing to report. Cholhain for the garbage well, trade. I like it. The coming for well, you. With comment,
1: that though, being I a... like that
0: with that being a shorter segment i do want to go ahead and give a sneak preview to my co hosts but then let the collective know the savagery that's about to go down in two and a half hours uh so me or nathan and one of their uh former co-workers uh we decided with our commander legends boxes we we're going to take six packs and do like a sealed uh, draft type deal uh 60 cards um and a preview, I am doing Silencia Partners okay. with oath Oathsworn Sentinel. Which is a colorless white 2-2 Legendary Creature, Human Knight. Colorless white, exile, uh, choose another target creature. Its controller may exile it with an Aegis counter on it. Oh, right. And then two white tap, return all exiled cards with Aegis counters on them to the battlefield under their owner's control. And it has partner. And then the partner I got is Kadama of the East Tree. Ooh, cool. Or colorless green green Legendary Spirit creature, uh, 6-6. And it has reach, but whenever another permanent enters the battlefield under your control, If it wasn't put onto the battlefield with this ability, you may put a permanent card with equal or lesser converted mana cost from your hand Mm. onto the battlefield. So the whole thought is early game, get Levio out, get Aegis counters on my permanents. Mm -hmm. Then later game, when I need to, I can flicker them and then play stuff for free from my hand. Right. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, it was very disappointing because in the rest of my Commander Legends box, I did open a Mana Drain. Uh, that oh. wish I would have wish I would have gotten that here. Wait, uh, is this not the same? I did same- get a ring. Rank-
1: are you doing a, a, a different box for the? Are you doing a different box for the Boxing League? I'm using the same box for the boxing league. And so it's like, we're playing this one tonight
0: and then I'm going to, I don't actually think there's anything in this one other than a mana rock I need to take out. But my boxing league deck is actually already built uh, with a Rumi of the dead tide. Ooh. So,
2: Oh, I didn't okay. forget to mention, I drew this sweet zero drop partner commander that I'm excited to try and build something around. It's Ew. Rog. The probably the hardest card to pronounce on the planet. Ragak, son of Raga. Ugh. No,
1: I speak. I speak kobold. Give me a second. I just gotta look it up.
2: <laughs> That's R G R A K H. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it has first strike, menace, trample. It's a zero one with partner, and it's a zero drop. I've never seen a zero drop. I am so excited to have a zero drop. I'm gonna do something with it. You'll probably pick one up if you get enough packs because it's in the uncommon slot.
1: Rograk, wait, sorry, Rograk, son of Rogah. 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 Mm, Two days. Well, that's going to wrap up
0: 40 Life at a Dash. Now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse, what's the plane chase? All right, guys, uh, we, we had a four-part series uh, talking about how you build a grain, a hop, a yeast, and finally, we have the spice. We've completed talking about our alternate universe content, proves and builds, and super pumped to kind of wrap this up because also what we're going to do is kind of have squee mash all four segments together and we're going to create a youtube video so that way you guys can go out there and watch it anytime or listen to learn how you do grains hop yeast and spice so you could be like the collective so nice just like we've done in the past each of us have a couple of our own personal decks that we're going to talk about and cards that kind of fit into that spice category so you can kind of better understand as you're doing your deck building what is a spice, and what is probably a hops or a yeast, or even the other way around. So, I'll kick this off, and I'm going to start it with a uh, deck that everyone's pretty familiar with. It's my Goad Me Another One deck with Kyrinos and Melitus. Yeah, like yeah. uh, oh, yeah. I get weird flashbacks like some from goading? goading.
2: I don't know how I feel about it.
0: <laughs> uh well this was featured on episode 50 of bruising builds <clears throat> and to kind of just let you guys know what what Kyridos and Tiro of meletus do they have all the colors except for black they're a two eight human soldier and at the beginning of your end step draw a card each may play put a land card from his or her hand onto the battlefield then each opponent who didn't draws a card so it's very much a good stuff commander Mm-hmm. And so you yeah, can do definitely. it in a lot of different directions. You know, Big Tuck did it uh, for his regular friends deck. You know, lots of planeswalkers. I've seen people t- try to do it where it's group hug,
2: um, which, yeah, which is always kind of interesting. That's a classic. Going on record, group hugs bullshit, Everybody wants to win. <laughs> <laughs> and so but you're just way- helping
1: everyone else. You're helping everyone at the table, including yourself, get there. Sure. Just to expedite the game. Sure, you tell
0: yourself that. And so, what I went with this is I, I thought it'd be fun because these colors basically have all the goading cards or incentivizing your opponents to attack uh, your other opponents. So, you know, the spice package was an interesting one. So, I actually have cards in here like Besmirch, Renzo Havoc Razor, Marisi Breaker of the Coil. I like Breaker that of the Coil. All- That's good the breaky of the coil Uh, and all of these actually do goad. And so you might say, well, Mr. Combo, those are clearly hops or yeast or maybe a grain. Why in the heck is it a spice? Goad's what you're trying to do. And I'll tell you why. Like besmirch uh, one colorless uh, red red until end of turn, gain control of target creature and it gains haste, untap and goad that creature. I'm basically paying three mana to get someone's best creature, swing once, it's goaded once, and then it's done. Um, and yeah. it, it, it kind of falls into that line of infect, where the reason infect has always seemed to kind of fall short is it's one time use things. And then it's like, oh, I did my thing. All well, right. Here we are. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're at nine infect and I have no more infect. Yeah, I'm out, cool. I'm out of every infect <laughs> card in the deck. And so a one-time use spell like this, I would rather this be an enchantment, so then that way it's goaded every turn. Um, and then Marisi and Grinzo both have to actually have my creatures deal combat damage to a player to actually goad. And I mean, I've played this deck a few different times, and I think uh, Squee and Big Tuck can probably say, I'm not the one living in the red zone that much. I'm more pillow fording and then getting my opponents to do all the swinging for me. You could
2: say you're so sitting e- tight.
0: Oh, God, Ooh, I need that phrase. <laughs> um, and, so, and so – that, that's kind of where I have goad cards and spice because they don't actually fit the playstyle of the deck but it still loosely fits the theme of the deck. Um, and then a last one to kind of point out is Web of Inertia, two colorless blue, and it's an enchantment. At the beginning of each opponent's combat phase, that player may remove a card in his or her graveyard from the game. If the player doesn't, creatures he or she controls can't attack me this turn. Uh, I thought this was actually an amazing card in this deck, played it a few times, and I think Tuck was the one that pointed out like, you know, people have graveyards commander right like it's not a big deal for them to exile a card (laughs) from from the graveyard to attack you and it's like oh you're you're right (laughs) whoops
3: (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, that would probably be in a yeast if I was actually uh, running rest in peace in the deck, which I'm not, yeah. because then I just can never get attacked. Uh, so that's a little bit of how spice package kind of fit into Kirinos and Tiro with a goat theme. Squee, what's a deck that you want to talk about and how you have cards that kind of fit that spicy category? Uh,
2: so I'm actually going into Akiri because there's a couple cards that just really don't make any sense in here, but I have a lot of fun with them. So that's just the way that they're going to be. Uh, well, is just a squeeze so just i was there. gonna say just, just a few or a quarter of the deck depending
1: on what time of day you built it yeah let's uh
2: maybe let's back up so i'm just gonna talk about my general play style it's a little spicy uh every deck i build tends to be spice um but yeah in akiri basically it's long story short voltron it's pretty simple you beef up your main creature and you swing out and you do you know really boring things and you try and with <clears your throat> command damage um But a couple of the cars that I wanted to talk about were... I have some weird synergy that I think always works... When I have a variability in red <laughs> that if I just steal somebody else's creature and attack with it that turn, that they're gonna die. And the game's gonna be over and it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a mad blowout. So I have songs like or cards like Song Mad Treachery, which actually is is fairly useful. So it is a flip land. It's one of the new cards. Uh, but it means oh. gain control of target creature until end of turn, untap that creature gains haste until end of turn. Uh, pretty expensive. It costs five as a sorcery but it is actually kind of useful because you can flip it over into a land. So if you're in a pinch or if it's early game and you just don't think it's going to be what you need, you can turn it into a land, but I really like these effects where you steal people's creatures and attack with them mostly. Cause I think it just pisses them off. Um, I don't really think it, it's, it's not going to win you the game, but it's going to get a rise out of somebody. Um, and then another one that i have in here for some reason and i might have to take this one out after looking through these uh it's turn against (laughs) so it this one's nice because it is an instant uh so four colorless and a red gain control of target creature until end of turn untap that creature against haste until end of turn pretty similar theme we got going on here oh yeah Uh, and then the last one that makes no sense in this deck but it's a dinosaur turtle and it had to go in here is yadaro wandering monster why would i have it in there who cares well
0: well i will say this udaro is a good card because the cycling for two gets you card draw and colors that usually don't get card draw and then when you've done it enough you get an eight eight so it look it, are there better is it, cards? Is it very yes. loose? Yes. Is, is it, are there better cards? Absolutely. Um, but you you could make a very vague argument for Yadaro for that deck. Sure.
1: And I know you're the I know you're just the man to make that, Mr. Combo. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Stand, standing for Yadaro.
2: Um Yeah, I have that. And then the other one that I wanted to talk about, it's really only two cards and it's in my Omnath deck. But I always consider this a really, 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 really good spice card everywhere because it's always good it's brash taunter it can go in any deck it's an amazing card no oh, matter what on. who cares if it fits your theme or not it's just indestructible and it fights people and it deals damage to opponents what's not to love <sighs>
1: to me, so angry right now i like i do like that in, the, in like an equipment voltron deck because you can kind of pump it up and stuff so i can kind of, i can kind of see where you're going at with
2: that but i have that in my omnath deck it's just kind of there to ping damage and just be on the board well, I
1: was going to say, you can deal, is it non And when something dies, it's any target? So you can just blast it for five. It's and only then, elemental. Guess...
2: Well, actually, I guess I could. Well, but that's stupid, because you can still point <laughs> that damage at I know, the person what I'm saying, instead. I'm just I I trying to so make this point for him. But yeah, I have that. Then you do some
1: sort of rigmarole of enchanting it with something else, and then I'm sure there's some way to get yourself out Jesus.
2: of this. I have that as a spicy boy in Omnath, and then, then my favorite spice of all time, probably, is not what you're thinking. Or maybe what you're thinking, but not in the deck that you're thinking of. It is a fog effect, but it's in my Kakusho deck. It's called Darkness. One oh, black. right. Prevent all combat damage this turn as an instant. I only wanted to talk about that for you, Mr. Combo, just so you know it's in there. And when I do play it on you sometime. <sighs> don't be too surprised. We're talking black yeah, fog,
1: heavy, heavy sigh. I'm also, the combo. I'm, I'm also
2: just, just for fun, working, working on a, a deck list for a turbo fog commander deck, uh, a five color one from Progenitus. So uh, keep on the lookout for that coming to a. Sure. Let's, let's just play you. some bad,
0: just play some bad decks with bad strategies. Sure. That's what spice is all about,
2: baby. I need well. the strats. <laughs> well, Big
0: Tuck, what's the first deck you want to talk about?
1: um so i wanted to actually talk about a deck that uh we talked about previously in the yeast, perhaps but no one remembers the first time we did that so um this is actually the deck that we kicked off the entire series with and the first commander deck i ever had uh prosh sky raider of kerr so i'm not gonna go into too many details about him because most people know him but Pretty much the deck hinges on. It's a combat-focused deck um, and it kind of plays into this token sub-theme. So I kind of wanted to talk about two cards in the uh, spice package. Uh, One of them plays into the token sub-theme, but again, it's kind of incidental damage. I want to talk about Chiron Negotiations. So it's two colorless, two red for an enchantment. It's an uncommon, 54 cents. Tap and untap creature control. It deals one damage to target player. Kirin goblins always speak in questions and never allow wrong answers pretty good uh, but this one's kind of a Hail Mary where if you end up with a bunch of just zero one kobolds at least they can block then deal some damage now usually those kobolds are being used to for sacrifice fodder for one of the myriad of other effects in there um, but this is a card I had I've had in the deck I think since I built it and has kind of had done its point um, obviously yeah. if it was if it de- if it was to target creature or player it'd be much better but again that's why it's in the spice as a Supposed like more of a yeast with my mm-hmm. current build.
2: And I have a question for you. You said there's a myriad of different effects in there. Is myriad in there? Myriad landscape? No, just just myriad the the ability. Oh uh,
1: no, <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is decidedly really not because Big Tuck
2: doesn't know uh, what it is. Got it. God. Yeah, hey, no, I'm sorry. None of, those five cards that,
1: that. none of those five cards that those uh, five cards that none of the five cards that was printed on really made the cut. The mustard for this, <laughs> um, but in a normal deck, neither this card would also not cut the mustard. But this card ravaged me back when I was 14 years old, and I've never forgiven it. Uh, <laughs> then it was on the restricted list in type two. It was so damn good. We're talking about Saproling Burst. So this is a long one. So. Hope you guys brought your uh, coffee. Four colorless and a green for a Fading Seven enchantment. It's a rare from Nemesis. 93 cents. Fading Seven. Remove a fade counter from spa- Sapling Burst. Put a green Sapling creature token into play. It has this creature's power and toughness are equal to the number of fade counters on Sapling Burst. When Sapling Burst leaves play, destroy all tokens put into play with Sapling Burst that can't be regenerated. So. Eventually, at the beginning of each upkeep, you have to take off a fading counter and that sort of thing. So is this the most effective token no. generator in the world? <laughs> Decidedly <laughs> not. Absolutely <laughs> not. It's it's pretty clunky. It's kind of slow. You can kind of weasel around it with, you know, your Fires of Yavi Maya and those sort of like haste effects. So you could be getting in for some damage. You know, if you can like about counters
2: it, to this thing, though, it could be really good
1: yeah it'd be it's a really cool card um and that's kind of you know that's kind of why i've always kept it in because it does play into the it does play into the tokens theme in some regard right Mm -hmm. uh it's a card i've always had and have a lot of history with uh and it's just kind of a fun card to you know mix it up and and kind of bring you know i could if i wanted to power this up i could just cut this for another tutor or something Sure. Um, so I kind of like having it on the on the uh, on the playing ground that it's Could on. Could you
2: imagine what we would have reacted like if we had MTG Action 4 News back when this card was announced in Type Two? We would have had oh, it'd a be nuclear meltdown.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should do we should do that for an April Fools where we talk about like EDH if we had started in 2012 or whenever it was first invented. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. But anyway, so those those were the two in Prosh that I thought were kind of were kind of fun to talk about um, and show how even though cards that are even though that to your point, Mr. Combo, even though cards that fit the theme aren't necessarily game-changing.
0: Yeah, no, for sure well the, the last one i want to talk about is uh episode 16 do you want to pay six life for that ruik Thar? Mm-hmm. uh and yeah so uh still guys, no. four... I, I, I do not <laughs> four colorless gruel legendary creature ogre warrior to six six with vigilance and reach it attacks each turn if able and whenever a player casts a non-creature spell Rook thar deals six damage to that player so traditionally Rook thar builds are 100 percent uh creature based and i don't Want to do that? That's boring. Uh, I wanted to uh, be a little bit different. And so I actually, yeah, I don't do it often, but I thought I'd get get out on a limb or a branch (laughs) or a log or some other wooded device. Some other wooden (laughs) standing device. (laughs) Sure. Uh, And so I actually did a good healthy blend, probably like 60% creatures, 40% non creatures. So I'm taking six as well, just like my opponents. Um, And my spice package kind of works like.
2: I, I really like how high kind your voice of. gets sometimes when you're not yeah. sure if it works. It's like, well, ah, it could be good. Well, like, so
0: I have Purphoros in the deck, and we all know what Purphoros is. He's the indestructible god, and whenever creatures enter the battlefield under my control, he deals two damage to each opponent. So initially, he was a yeast, but then Big Tuck made me feel so bad because I ran the infinite <laughs> um, uh, oh, TGG and, uh, yeah, uh, to make infinite tokens. Too. I know. Um, Pretty much. And so, <laughs> and so I, I ended up cutting Kiki Jiki out because I think I put it in my Brutaclad deck. And then I was like, mm. well, I still have this Perfora, so I guess I'll just leave it in because I should be playing creatures. And so maybe it'll do like yeah. 10 damage throughout the game to each opponent. Like that's not nothing. But it, it, it's one of those kind of like ghosts of yeah. girlfriends past that are just kind of there. Um, and then and another... Yeah.
1: Go ahead. And, she, and I'm sorry to took you off, but I think like that. I think you bring up an excellent point in that ghost of girlfriends past comment. Cause I think it's hardest to cut good cards from those sort of situations, right? Yep. Like it's so, it's so hard to think, oh man, I know this card's so good, maybe it'll work. And then that's how it stays in there for the entire <laughs> on the deck, right?
0: <laughs> and then there's actually two cards in here that you would think perfectly fit the theme of this deck, um, but I still have them in the spice. Platinum Angel and Platinum Empyrean. So Mm. Platinum Angel is an artifact creature that basically says I can't lose the game and my opponents can't win. And Platinum Emporion actually says my life total can't change. So in theory, with either one of these on the board rook Thar a ping me for six all day long and it truly doesn't matter right the reason i kind of put them in the spice is i don't really have ways to get artifacts back from my graveyards they have no protection or evasion on their own uh from removal and so it's it's so easy to pay eight or seven mana and plop this and be like, ha, ha, ha. I'm big man. And someone's like, ha, ha, murder.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the best, best, <laughs> best disenchant. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, God, disenchant. Even worse. Um, and so that's why they're kind of there. They do fit the theme because it allows me to take damage and either not lose the game or my left total doesn't change at all. But then it even is kind of a non-bow because I do have the... Uh, Oh, what is that card called? Red, I can pay life and get red mana. Uh, treasonous ogre treasonous ogre and so with treasonous ogre i can't even use him with platinum emporium on the battlefield and that oh. has happened to me
1: <laughs> so uh and then the other thing so the other thing too why i think platinum angel is a great spice pick for this is because i'm guessing when you cut when that's out you probably get extraordinary cavalier with the cards that you're selling right like yeah oh, absolutely care. i'll just i'll just, <laughs> just, just, just out there yeah, sure. yeah and then the same <laughs> thing happens and someone's like with three mana, disenchant, lightning bolt. Over. Turns out
2: your life total is at negative 38. Whoops. Right. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Squeeze. <laughs> awesome. Are there any other decks
2: that you would like to mention? Uh, there's actually only one other card that I would like to mention. And I would oh. like to mention it instead of a deck because it is in every single possible deck I can put it in. It's really good. So for those playing, the game, you can have a really good spice card. Just because you like doing one particular thing with it. It's Song of the Dryads. It goes in every oh. green deck I've ever had. Phenomenal removal spell. That
1: is not a spice. Oh, yeah, no, it's not spice that at that's not all. That's, a, that's a hop card. card. That's, a green, that's a green staple removal. No. It's <laughs> the best of the business. Spice no, you're wrong. It's spicy you're wrong. from how I
2: like to play it. What? Like any other person would? <laughs> no, on everybody's <laughs> commander immediately as soon as they cast it. Yes.
1: uh, See see, see the phrase that I just used 10 seconds ago. I do not believe that that's what you would do with
2: that card. Yes, it is! You'd hang on to it and wait for some other combo piece to come out or some other rigmarole that you're thinking is going to happen. Combo piece? Trust me. (laughs) Big Tuck's about to explode.
1: Uh, No, I've never
2: seen you play this card, for that matter. Well, I don't have $14 lander. Well, that's not true. Yeah, that's a lie. How
1: how how many boosters did you just
2: buy? I haven't bought. How many did what? How many booster boxes did you just buy? Uh, I did get two. Yeah. But, yeah, I think you got fourteen uh, bucks the around.
1: Well, maybe when I get my Zendikar box for cheap later, that'll be. <laughs> I'll get this on the list.
2: Well, you go and play <laughs> it on a commander and do it every single game, and then get back to me, and then I'll agree with you.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: Big tuck, round it out. What's the last deck you want to talk about, and how did you make it spicy?
1: Well, you know what? Um, it's funny you mentioned that. There's actually one card I want to talk about, and I'm going to make it sound really spicy too. Sorts so of am I to talk about Darksteel Mutation, <laughs> and I make it very spicy because I also cast this on every single commander because that <laughs> might as well be what's set, that might as well be what's written on the on the card. So no, I'm not talking about that. I'm actually talking about um, my per, my Perforo stack. Funny you mentioned him. Um, where he is much more weaponized than this one. But the things that I wanted, the reason why I wanted to bring these, these up is because these are definitively spice cards, in my opinion, but they have, both of these cards have either won me the game or won someone who's been running the deck against me the game oh. on multiple occasions. Um, or the first of which is going to be final fortune so can't believe this card's 21 dollars, but here we are uh oh. two red for an instant uh take an extra turn after this one at the end of that turn you lose the game I have won off this card three times. I've been beaten by this card two times. I'm telling you, it always <laughs> works. Because especially in this deck, you're know, like, you get up to that critical mass of like things and triggers and Norn and whatever else is going on, and you get so close to that like, oh, I just need, I just need one more turn to do like my rigmaroles, so my, my my wishing my bobs, and then this card gets you to do it and leaves you some mana open if you want to do something else. Sounds so. like you're
2: sitting on the other side of this fence here, there, big Tuck, because this card's really damn good and you're using it exactly I, how it reads it is it, is, it, <laughs> it is, is good play this when you have enough cards to win the game next yeah. turn and I you should win the game playing this when you're like well i probably won't get there
1: that's a totally fair point um but i have been the only person to ever run this card and its pal that i'm aware of okay so okay i'll take it. so i will ride that high horse Um. <laughs> This next card, I'm not the I'm not the first person to play this because this will go into every Perforos deck, and for some reason, it still works. So we are talking about your old pal, Kari Zev Skyship Raider, and Red One Three Legendary Creature Human Pirate with first strike and menace. Whenever she attacks, create a two-two Red Monkey Creature Token named Ragavan that's tapped and attacking. Exile the token at end of combat. This always works. You get this out. It's early, how is it a spice? See, you're, you're literally, literally going. <laughs>
2: Because you can't, and give me when I sh-
1: built, and then going, you're literally going against of what of you just this. got mad at him about. <laughs> twenty eight episodes later, or forty eight episodes, or forty episodes, or whatever it is. This was episode twenty eight, by the way. I hadn't had, I hadn't seen it in action. So for me, it's like, oh, that's always kind of cute. And whenever I play that, everyone be like, oh, that's adorable. Look at this little monkey guy, right? And then recently, against my arch nemesis, uh, Gregor no, wait. Yeah, Gregor, Clegane, this like almost won me the game. I think she and her buddy did some sort of 25 damage or 24 damage over the course of the game or something insane like that. So over time, perhaps like a fine wine and you drinking it, your taste may change. Jesus. <laughs> So, okay And know. that's and that's what's co- and that for those playing the home game is what I would refer to as
2: a sweaty bit. I cannot believe I just got roasted by a man that two back-to-back cards. Ugh. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Done with it. <laughs> what do you run Final Fortune in all your red decks? Hell no. I don't have 21 rounds. I rest my case. <laughs> <I'm> not <laughs> I'm not rest my case. two boxes of Commander Legends and No, two you're just boxes buying two boxes. Of your You're buying two song of the dryads instead. Correct. So then I can song of the dryads. You're
0: flipping commanders. Well, Uh, guys, I I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, this was a very exciting thing. And you know, this is definitely something we're going to try to revisit maybe every few years and just kind of see how grains, hop, yeast and spice have evolved. Um, see if it's still an applicable way to build decks. And, uh, you know, uh, if people listen to the news segment, you know, thanks for following along and people that are listening to this in the post
2: mashup world get you can suck it yeah and th- easy th- i'm bringing out <laughs> counter spells in my spice. deal with it i think you also honestly, i think you might be
1: i think you might be kicking our coverage because i'm pretty sure in several years i'm not going to be alive so <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's gonna wrap up what's the plane chase now in that last segment squeed
2: dives into those creative juices with the weatherland back to the weatherlight report coming to you live from again the newly uh, reinforced weatherlight chopper four that has uh, anti-bazooka technology uh today we're talking motto again we're talking the worst motto you can get we're talking board wipe tribal if you want to go that way we're talking magetta the lion or magetta the lion uh, it's from Prophecy. Oh. So, three colorless, two white creature, Spellshaper Legend, two, and two white tap. Discard two cards from your hand, destroy all creatures except for Magetta the Lion. Those creatures can't be regenerated. It's a three. three. <laughs> this, is a
1: weird, this is a weird one. We're talking yeah, shenanigans. I'll give you that.
2: This this is absolute shenanigans. There's, there's nothing else about this other than I'm just going to be board wiping constantly. Uh, so, we're not going to talk about any of the other board wipes in the like you, you see it here. He is a board wiping himself. Um, and then you can run your wrath of gods. You can run whatever the hell you want to run to get rid of everything. But what we're talking about now is how to keep your crap on the board. Um, <laughs> so the first card that I wanted to talk about Good is an called uh, Angelic Renewal. So one colorless and a oh, white yeah. It's a common. Whenever a creature is put into your graveyard from the battlefield, you may sacrifice Angelic Renewal if you do return that card to the battlefield. Uh, pretty meat and potatoes, but it's nice. You plop it out on the board. Whenever you board wipe, say you have something out and you don't have some of the other cards that I'm going to talk about here soon. This is a nice safety net to keep one of your big beaters out there and able to keep attacking people. Um... So it's a good starting point for this deck. Mm-hmm. Really, the the theme of it I haven't I haven't formulated other than putting out big creatures and wiping out everybody else's crap and just running through. Um, that's, that's A.K.A. Kind of white right.
1: deck, <laughs> also known as a mono <laughs> white deck. deck. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I I get the feeling though. I get the feeling that this deck would draw so much hate because people are gonna look at the commander and be like, um, no. We're not. We're not going to ever allow that to. Happen. I don't know. See, here's the thing, though. You do have to discard two sweaty. cards to
0: do it, and you are in mono white, so. I'm going to be like, well, I guess if you want to board wipe every turn, get ready to have no hand in like two turns.
1: And it's like that
2: land tax, baby.
1: And, and again, it's like so telegraphed. Cause it's a, it's a <laughs> nine mana investment. It's <laughs> nine mana and two card investment. That there's no way in hell you're doing it on the same turn in mono white. So I, the, that's its own thing. I do like angelic renewal, but this has always been one of the cards for me where I put it into something and it's always the one that gets cut first. Right. it's like, I just right, can't, yeah. huh. I can't quite. And like, I, maybe i'm putting the wrong jack but for me it's just always kind of like i don't know I, I always i always get like ah it's so close and then it gets a chop
2: but well when you're running board wipe tribal maybe uh maybe it'll work yeah. who knows uh right, next creature i'll run to talk about or card which is a creature is selfless spirit so one colorless one oh, it's a rare three. creature spirit cleric this thing's badass Two one flyer and then sacrifice selfless spirit creatures you control gain indestructible intended until end of turn So this is just a beautiful way to board wipe and keep all your shit. I don't. I don't really have a whole yeah, lot else yeah. to say about it. It's pretty self-explanatory. It just pisses me
1: off that it's seven dollars because of Modern Spirits or Legacy Spirits <laughs> or whatever the hell. <laughs> whatever down What is it like? Is it ever going to be reasonable to play this game ever again? It's it, like no. No. I'm so. I'm like now, and I guess I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm like more incentivized to spend my monies on boxes than I am going out buying individual <laughs> cards because they're so freaking expensive. <laughs>
2: Well, hey, as you learned from uh, me, maybe you'll get a vampiric tutor or from Mr. Combo. Maybe I you'll hope get a manager. So. No, we can't because you take all the good luck. Oh. You're taking all no, the good luck away has, from your
1: friends. You can suck it. Neither of you guys have gotten that Lotus yet. And I'm telling you, it's in those
2: two boxes. It's in one of those two uh, boxes, by my words. way. Mark
1: my word. It's I don't even care about that
2: thing. I saw one on Facebook Marketplace for sixty bucks.
1: Doesn't matter, because guess what? That's going into perforos, and now we have turn one perforos, and you don't get
2: <laughs> And or a dead slot in your deck every time you don't draw first turn. Incorrect. Yeah, yeah. that's how it works. Then
1: it's just then it's just then it's just a sixty dollar faithless looting bait.
2: Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, so moving along here, third card I wanted to talk about is another banger frontline medic so two colorless and a white it's a rare creature human cleric has battalion whenever frontline medic and at least two other creatures attack creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn so pretty relevant and then Mm -hmm. it also has sacrifice frontline medic counter target spell with x in its mana cost unless its controller pays three so it has a bit of a modal back end there but other than that (laughs) still gives you all sorts of different indestructible options Big Tuck, what do you got? I see you, you got your finger up and, and where are we going here? So when I, when
1: I cracked, I remember I was like held on to most of my commander, pa- my commander packages, because who why not? And I cracked them all and I saw this. So I was like, we didn't talk about this in the new cards. And it turned out it's been reprinted. Uh, this is a reprint from Gate Crash, So yeah. I'm dumb. Second off, <laughs> is it just me or these two, these two abilities, A, have nothing to do with each other whatsoever. Not at all. Yeah. And, and B, Like the first one sort of What medic counters a stuff with X-Men's (laughs) makes no (laughs) sense
0: It's good insanity I C- clearly they wanted to justify the rare slot that they gave it and so it's like okay okay guys we do indestructible And it's like come on why does that plus we're making a cat to attack with two creatures and they were like you know what what if it just attacks and creatures get indestructible too damn strong let's give it another ability okay uh, what does y do what does y do what does y do they sacrifice themselves yeah 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 what's he gonna do sacrifice target spell let's say pay three
2: too good how about x in the cost x in the cost Absolutely. you got it
3: yeah, you're
1: Jefferson, you're getting a promotion.
2: I'm telling you what, boys. If uh, if I'm playing any sort of Hydra deck, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, one time. <laughs> Don't you bring out the uh, those X burn spells on me. I ain't having it. Um, all right. So last card I wanted to talk about has some of the creepiest artwork on the planet. I think I may have talked about this a long time ago. It's it's all part of the time continuum now. I can't remember. We've talked about 63 of these decks now. Uh, we're talking Hushbringer. So another rare. It's one colorless and a white creature, Fairy Flying Lifelink. Creatures entering the battlefield or dying don't cause abilities to trigger. So I put this in here for a specific reason <laughs> to shut down any other deck that would benefit from me board whiting them. So if I board wipe somebody and things go to their graveyard and something triggers blah 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 I want to shut that down if I need to I wouldn't always have this on the board because it may affect some of the things that I'm playing as well but if you get into one of those games where you're like oh my god if I board wipe which is all that I'm doing here that person's going to win the game. It's kind of like the game I played last week when I was running my Anawan deck and I was playing all graveyard recursion decks and I was milling people. Like, it just doesn't work. So you need to have something in here that could possibly shut down that effect while you're trying to swing through while still allowing you to board wipe their creatures and open up the board. Um, And then I just had to talk about the art because there's like a a ring of lips going around this lady that's (laughs) put her finger over her mouth and then there's a really zoomed in version what i assume is her mouth just like giving that like slightly open mouth lustful look thing going on there it kind of has like an 80s music video feel
1: now squee not only have you talked about this on squeeze breeze before for sure at least once i'm 99 percent confident this was one of your Picks from throne of eldraine and i believe you made the exact same <laughs> oh, I I, yes i believe I if did. i'm not mistaken if i'm not mistaken i believe this is now the thrice or quad thrice time <laughs> this has been discussed on this all this here podcast
2: i think it's only two because i don't i don't run this in any deck so i wouldn't have you have talked
1: this has been discussed in one of your and one of your squeeze breezes or i'm sorry one of your uh weatherlight reports
2: I I believe, yes, I believe it has been talked about in that. I can't remember if this was my pick for Throne. Either way, every time I see this card, we're going to talk about the exact same thing. (laughs) The artwork's really flipping creepy. And I guess it has flavor text? Let's begin this conversation again. And this time, you will only listen. And with that... I'm going to kick it back to the Action 4 news desk with Mr. Combo and Big Tuck.
0: Thank you for staying with us. And as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level 1 Game Shop by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and placing orders at level1gameshop.com. Another way to support your news team is to Patreon. Patreon.com slash CMD Tower. With four different pledge levels, there's a way that you, the collective, can help. We also do have our own store for all your sweet CMD Tower merchandise, cmdtower.com/slash merch. You can pick up playmats, you can pick up sleeves, you can pick up squeeze coins, uh, really everything that you want except for my soul. You can stay in touch with your MTG Actor 4 news team by following us on the Twitter, the FaceSpeak, and our webseek, CMD you can communicate directly with your news team at cmd tower at mr carmina 5 all spelled out except for the five at deer squee at big talk tweeting from your mtg action 4 news team good morning good afternoon good evening and good
3: shh